0: You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome back to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. In today's world, which is a world largely unrecognizable from what, about 12 days ago, I want you to know that Sick Biz is there for you. At this time, we are offering resources to anyone who needs help with their business free of charge, doesn't matter what it is. A good place to get started is head to sickbiz.com slash resources. You can also visit us on the Facebook page where I'm sharing lots of resources every day, including what I have termed the job of the day, but it takes different forms. It might be uh, a link to uh, a remote job resources, for example that gives you multiple jobs and not just one job of the day it might be a job that is uh, remote that you can try out for and these jobs vary so they're from marketing to programming to admin etc the point is just to keep you working in these changing times that's critically important the other thing is I am offering for free my uh, sick biz module business course so every day releasing a video but here's the funny thing and a secret for you watch the video on youtube and you can access the entire course and i literally don't care because right now is the time to do what we can to help everybody right and we're all in this together all of us entrepreneurs all of us who have been working towards something for a very long time and we're hit like this, we all have to band together so we can come out of it together. So start with sickbiz.com slash resources, then head over to the Facebook page and see what other goodies you can scoop up free of charge. Of course, you can always reach out to me. I'm happy to help you, happy to listen and uh, let's just be there for each other. Let's make that a commitment as we get through this crazy ass, freaking wild and woolly thing. My guest today, Adam Niece, Am I saying that right, Adam? Yes, you are. All right. Very good. Is transforming a niche. Did you see how I did that? He is a person who saw corruption in a huge industry and immediately banded together with his partners to change the way businesses process payments. He'll be an important resource for you to listen to and connect with because as business people, you should know what you are paying and where your fees are are going yes you need to read the fine print you should know that there are fees you don't even anticipate but you're paying anyway i've known adam for a while now and he is the real deal entrepreneur being an entrepreneur is in his blood and as you'll learn it is literally all he has ever known from the moment of his birth it's the craziest thing you'll want to hear his story it will blow you away please welcome my friend the innovative unprecedented Adam Neese.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, yeah. I'm so glad we're doing this. Um, and I'm, me too, especially
1: in these times.
0: Yes. And I, I think it's important that we put our voices out there as support to people of of what's going on, um, trying to be as logical and calm as we can right now.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a big thing. Like, um, you look at what's going on in the world and obviously there's people are isolated and we're extremely fearful for, you know, coronavirus and all the other things that are happening with financial markets. And, um, you know, a lot of that can be changed with perception and how we, uh, you know, how we move through this time. And it's, it's actually, um, you know, they say that stock market runs on two emotions, fear and greed, and look what's happened to it. Everybody's afraid. Nobody has any idea what's going to happen and uh, it's in the tank.
0: It is in the tank. Everything's in the tank. The toilet paper is at a shortage, <laughs> which is something we probably never thought we would see in our lifetime. You know, it's it's crazy. And um, so, I'm in touch with somebody who is 99 years old. She is one of my clients. And I helped her with her first book. She's working on her second book right now, which is great because she needs something to keep her mind agile and moving. And I talked to her because I thought, well, maybe she's going to make me feel better. I call her my Grammy. So I thought maybe Grammy's going to make me feel better. And I asked her, Grammy, have you ever been through anything like this before? The point was like, I was hoping she'd say yes. And she would give a little, you know, a little reassurance like, it's going to be okay. Yes, I remember going through this. Nope, never never have been through anything like this. And I, I said, well, that, thank you. That makes me not feel better at all. Thank you very much for <laughs> that. So it's unprecedented, definitely. Um, I wanna give people a little bit of background on you before we launch into um, REMs. It's the end of the world as we know it. So let's talk about <laughs> how you were raised. Um, I think it's really fascinating.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm, I'm come from a pretty privileged family. Like I was really lucky and, um, to come from a family of my parents, both were entrepreneurs. My, uh, grandpa, um, was a big reason why our family's metal stamping business is doing nine figures a year. And he's just, he was an amazing guy and, um, you know, learned a lot from him and, and, i so I've always had that mindset and that entrepreneurial bone. And it's actually like, I, now that I know what I know, um, you know, with, with the real world and stuff, I can never go to work for somebody else. I mean, Goldman Sachs estimates 2 million layoffs this week alone, right. Oh, in lieu of the coronavirus. Yeah. So, you know, I see this period as an opportunity, right? Like there are so many people that need support that not just financially or any like, you know, health wise, but emotionally, right? Like you spoke with your client who's 99 years old and she's never seen anything like this. So that just tells you that we're in for a massive shift. And it, a lot of it is just like, how mentally tough are you? You know, there's a lot of people out there that own their own businesses and they don't answer to anybody, and, but they don't know how to handle a situation like this. And I really don't know if I do either, right? It's so early um, but I, I'd like to think that with everything that I've learned from growing up and how I was raised and, you know, um, the different failures and setbacks I've had that, like, I'm prepared for this. In fact, we're, I'm going to come out of here thriving, right, and um, helping a bunch of people that need it, right? Like, I've already made a pretty massive pivot um, in my business with – it's actually a really cool add-on, and I'll get to that later. But, um, you know, I always was, was one of those people that I wanted to make my own money. And even when I was 12 years old, my friends would get money from their parents so we could go play paintball and do other things that little kids do. And, um, I started a landscaping business in my neighborhood and, uh, made in one summer when I was 12 years old, I made like over 1200 bucks and I was able to pay for all my own stuff and it felt good to do that. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know, it was just like the beginning of it, you know, and I've had a few other businesses that have failed and some of them are doing really well right now. And it, um, You know, we'll see how tough they are in this crazy downturn.
0: Yeah, we absolutely, we have to just kind of wait and see. I think this is something that's really difficult for some people is to wait and see because we don't have the advantage of forecasting something that is, I mean, we can forecast something similar and say, okay, we went through, you know, the 2008, to I believe it was 2008 to 10 or 12 whatever the crash that really reshaped you know and and so we can kind of model it after that but at the same time we've never ever had anything that is so global far-reaching and that is affecting so many industries with such a a fell swoop of layoffs, like you're talking about so many people being home, the grinding to a halt of all these industries and people, some people are even being forced to stay in their homes. We've never seen anything like this. So it it is mindset. It's also that the way that we work is, is going to change. We are, when we come out of this, the way that we work is going to change how we interact with each other what we deem as necessary versus not necessary. Like I'm believing all of these times when we're saying, okay, that really could have been a meeting. There's gonna be not that many meetings anymore. I think a lot of people are gonna be working remotely. um, And I think that we'll see the physical footprints of some of these corporations start to shrink. We'll see people who are on doing more of the jobs So there's going to be more skeleton crews, I think. Um, These are just things that are just kind of popping in my head. But that's all we can do right now. And I'm sorry, but it's all even the forecasters and predictors in the economy can do right now either. They can't say this is going to be what it is. All we can do right now is guess. That's what it feels like. So if all we're doing right now is guessing, how in the heck do you prepare your business to survive this?
1: So I think – so you said something that's really important to think about because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We all have the same basic fundamental needs, right? Um, You said it affects everybody. We're all in the same boat. I mean, like, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, a multi-billionaire or somebody that's on welfare. You are affected by this, and you have the same order. Like, I'm in Ohio, right? So the governor yesterday uh, issued a a statewide or health order – Health department order: uh, stay at home, right? We're like locked down, right? So the only businesses that are open are medical, food, and anything that's considered essential. There's a lot of gray area around it, and I feel like a lot of business owners are going to try to get past it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really think that it's um, it's obviously real. We've got we're going to flatten the curve, is what they say. You know, isolate people. But you're absolutely right. Things are going to change, and it's not so so entrepreneurs they see it differently than somebody that's like dependent on a paycheck and that's fine. Everybody has their own perspectives and their own thought processes. What I see from my brain and how I was, you know, I guess wired or whatever the hell the word is like, I'm looking at, I see on my little sheet here that I made, um, there are seven things that I think is going to, that are really going to change conceptually Mm -hmm. and it's going to create opportunities. Right? So number one, there's going to be more remote teams. People are not going to like, why do you need a big office that costs you a hundred grand a month, you know, exactly. is it to add credibility, legitimacy to your business? Who knows? Right. Like
0: right.
1: I think that that's a cost that's going to go away immediately for a lot of businesses and commercial real estate's going to tank. Who knows? Right. I'm not the expert there. Um, other people are right. So there restaurants. A lot of them are going to realize that they don't need to have a dining room delivery and carry out is just fine, and they can sell what they need to sell as far as like a revenue standpoint, have less overhead, and actually make more money doing that. Mm. You're going to have a baby boom, obviously, because we're all at home. And
0: Do you think so? Do you, know, you think we're going to have a baby boom?
1: I mean, I don't know what the technical term is for a baby boom, but um, what do you do at home when you can't do anything besides, or when you can't watch sports, you're, you know, you're around your loved ones all the time? time and uh like can't leave i mean I, maybe maybe i should leave, but.
0: well you <laughs> and know and you're in that you're in that phase two of building your family at the at, same yeah, time right. so it seems like it might be something like hey well you know what maybe we're gonna wait a year but what the hell we got the time now and let's yeah. just go for it you know
1: quarantine and chill you know what i'm saying so um,
0: quarantine and chill <laughs>
1: <laughs> on the contrary there's going to be a divorce rate increase because there's a lot of people that are going to get, they're going to be sick.
0: You're going to learn who your spouse is real quick. Yep.
1: You know, there's two ways to look at it though. Like I was talking to my buddy yesterday. Um, he's like, dude, I just love that. I've never been able to spend this much time with my kids. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like, so that's just two ways to look at it. Like, oh shit, I'm stuck at home or man, this is awesome. I get to like spend time with my kids and you know, like look at the positives of it, right? I think there's going to be an increase. Oh, go ahead, sorry.
0: Well, no, and seriously, if you're at home and you're not sick and you're with your kids and you're with your family, life is pretty good right now. You know, and keep protecting yourself and use this time to reconnect. I've never seen so many people outside my window like that are biking and kids are playing. I can hear the funk of the basketball. You know on the on the pavement uh, from the neighbors, mm-hmm. it's like the greatest sound ever because people are outside talking and and uh, and it's amazing
1: it's interesting too, because like a lot of people have this thought in their head that they need to stay away from social media and the news, and I think that's a good thing because you know what if we lost internet or didn't have any source of like outside communication yeah i mean it it'd be awesome. It'd be my wife, baby, and me just hanging out at the house and you know, we could go for walks. You can leave the house to do that in Ohio. That's what they said. And it's Mm -hmm. cool because yesterday when we were coming home from my parents' house, we went there for lunch. um, And uh, there was a, there were literally the parking lot in the valley. I live near a national park uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. And there was a, we call it the valley. You drive, it's, you know, a valley you drive through, it's a park system. And literally the parking lot by one of the major trails was so full that people had to park on the road. There was probably 50 cars parked on the actual road and not in the parking lot because it was just overflowing. It was, you know, it was a beautiful day. It was like 48 degrees and sunny and that, like, you know, from being from the North Minnesota area, right? It's, uh, I mean, you're talking 40, 48 degrees. That's a short stay. That's the way I refer to it. It was cool. You know, I think, I just think, and it goes along with the idea that there's going to be a lot of changes, both temporary and permanent, right? So mm-hmm. other things that I think are going to happen, I think alcoholism and drug addiction is going to increase. Mm-hmm. Um, money as we know it is going to change. I believe that, I mean, I could be totally wrong. Um, I think personally that it's, we're going to be shifting to a worldwide one, type, one currency. Um, and it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen in the near future, though, I believe. And then um, mm-hmm. obviously there's going to be a huge redistribution of wealth. And and uh, that's an opportunity, right? If you, It depends on how you see it. You know, you can see it as like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, woe is me. Or like, hey, we're all in this together. People mm-hmm. need help. I'm a leader and I'm going to help them. That's it. And you come out, you know, on top because you did that, you know.
0: And you don't really business. know. So are there other things on your list? No, that's it. Okay. So you don't really know any other way of thinking though, do you? When it comes to being presented with a challenge, that's literally how you've been raised.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll say this. So a couple of days ago, um, I was sitting on the couch and I was talking with my wife and I was afraid. You know, I was totally like thinking in my head, like, Oh my God, this, that, coronavirus, all that. Like and I own a Mm -hmm. payment processing company. So when when less people are spending money on things and using a credit card or a debit card like that hurts our revenue you know and right. we're almost a year old so like we've had awesome growth and it's like this happens and it's okay because again there's always a solution out but yeah i mean i i've been the kind of person like um how i was raised and like you know i I've, I've always been the kind of person that like i don't quit i keep getting up i have crazy energy that is it's a blessing and a curse like ask my wife you know she's kind of <laughs> like laid back and chilled um but like, here's the thing. I also played football and, you know, there's times you get knocked on your ass and like you just get up, you know, it's it's a metaphor for life because right now we're all knocked on our ass and some people are thriving again, you know, that's fine. Like, you know, I'd imagine, you know, Purell or any hand sanitizing businesses, kicking ass, toilet paper companies. I know that our convenience store customers are doing really well because everybody wants to get drunk. They have nothing else to do, right? Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Get I'll drunk and have a baby boom.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go. I mean. Um, I'm open for that, but you know what it's, um, yeah, that's the only thing I know. And, 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 um, I'm grateful for that. It's sometimes it's a little bit consuming because I've actually in the last week or so, um, I've probably worked more than I ever have in a week. So it's, um, cause we're, cause I made a pretty awesome pivot. Uh, and, and it'll be, it's a really cool compliment to my, to my payment processing company. So. I don't know. I'm I'm just looking at ways I can help people and um, eventually monetize it.
0: Yeah. No. And I I think that's important. The other thing to remember is we are going to come out of this.
1: Yeah. You are not
0: going to be on lockdown. Um, I don't believe this is the new world order. I don't believe any of that conspiracy theory BS. I, I really don't. Has it been handled well? Absolutely not. Has there been great communication? Absolutely not. Are we taking care of our people? Absolutely not. So, but it doesn't, it's not indicative of this is a new world order and um, we will see definitely major changes. This is a huge shift when the whole country shuts down that it, it would be foolish not to stand back and say, okay, but, but what can we do better? Or how can we trim this or how can we work more efficiently efficiently or what did we learn from this? But I want to talk about certain pay because we haven't even discussed that yet. We haven't even <laughs> talked about how much of a groundbreaking concept you brought into a huge marketplace with giants that are, you know, the roots are so deep with these people. They've been around for decades. But you saw a lot. Going on in the industry, in the payment processing industry, and decided it needed to change. So, I want to make sure that we talk about that so people understand. Sure. And 12 days ago, when you and I were talking about we got to get together and do this podcast, the script for this thing it was entirely different. Absolutely, <laughs> entirely different. And so, we need to kind of pivot and get back to that because we are not always going to be in a state of crisis. We are going to resume. And the other thing is, people who are listening, we have to keep businesses going. It is scary, but we still have to spend money. It's critically important that we keep the money flowing. The the knee-jerk reaction is that we want to pull inward. We don't want to spend, et cetera. Now, I'll be honest. I let some people go, but at the same time, like yesterday, I paid a proofer to get someone's book done. Because that is the business that I promised my clients. And so you have to keep things going. So let's talk about certain pay. Let's talk about how you broke the niche. And then let's talk about what you're doing to keep that money flowing. Because what before we jumped on the air too, you told me that you are so busy and you're looking at some businesses that are folding and others that are thriving. And we want to know about that.
1: Awesome. Okay yeah that's cool. Um, it's funny because like eleven days ago, like we, we I think we had an idea like what coronavirus was and what was coming, you know, like not to this extent, I don't think. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, hey, we live in such a dynamic world. it's it's actually you know on the surface, it's scary. It's also really exciting because you don't know what's going to happen next, right? But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. so I, so <laughs> when I graduated uh, from college, I got a job at a company selling credit card processing and other uh, business solutions, mostly, mostly credit card processing. And I got the job, I took the job because I wanted to, I had a patent that I filed on a um, a, a product and service that kind of was combined uh, it was a dry, it was a rewards program that we built for small businesses that uh, failed miserably. And what happened was, uh, like, I, I started out selling, right? Because I need I graduated, so I was like, all right, um, I'm going to learn more about this industry, meet some people, learn how to sell, and then figure out how stuff works. And actually, I mean, I just fell in love with payments. Like, I love credit card processing. I love anything that involves moving money, which might sound weird and nerdy, but it, um, it actually tells a lot of, you know, tells the story about a lot of things, right? So, cause money flows where attention and value goes, right? So let's look at what's mm-hmm. happening right now. Mm-hmm. People are fearful. So they're selling their stocks, they're selling out every, pulling everything out of the market and it's tanking. Right. I look at our portfolio reports, um, every day and, um, I mean, we our business as far as credit card volume processed for, our customer base has decreased by about, you know, 60 to 70%. And so, you know, we can see their people's volume. It's, it's, it's awesome. It tells the story and, and, you know, I wouldn't say that it's awesome that it decreased, but um, you know, it's going to jump back up, like you said. And so during my time at this company I sold for, um, you know, I was there for five years, um, 62 months to be totally uh, accurate. And I realized that they were changing. I didn't like how they were doing business. They were taking advantage of customers and doing the typical stuff that like, I don't believe it. I think everybody should be treated fairly and we should give the truth to everybody. And you know what, there's value in that. And it's, it's ironic because when you actually treat people fairly and have you know, an honest approach, you'll make more money, right? It's mm-hmm. a long-term thing though. So um, I left there, started my own payment processing company. And it's called certain pay. We, it's actually more, we can serve more people and it's basically any business type, any risk level at almost anywhere in the world. So it's cool because, you know, we wanted to create like a buffet of solutions for any merchant, whether you're an online merchant or you have a restaurant or your convenience store, or you need to take payments mobily, like at people's houses because you sell roofing services, whatever we can support you. And, um, it's cool. So that's how we set it up. And we, we offer other things too. The biggest problem though, that exists in the payments industry is, uh, there's just no transparency. There's no transparency really. I mean, it, it's an industry full of gray area and it's ripe for reform. So I see that as um, it, no merchants want to pay credit card fees. That's just, let's be honest. Nobody wants to pay credit card fees. Nobody wants to pay um, any sort of equipment cost, whatever but it's essential for you know people to run their business and money makes the world go around. So what happens is if you take it a step further and there's a credit card processors that they advertise like really low rates to get people to switch and then they lock them into a contract and then the rates increase over time and most merchants have no clue because they don't know what they're looking at when they read a statement. They just see money come into their bank account and then they see a fee at the end of the month and um, they don't really keep track of it because they've got, you know, on average 23 or 24 different vendors. So plus they're running a business, right? Like mm-hmm. most small business owners are in their business, right? They, they're still building out systems so they can treat it like, you know, it's like and work on their business. Right. And you know, Hey, we all start somewhere. So I was at my, I was hanging out on my back patio with my buddy uh, last summer and he was showing me this app that he uses for his household expenses. It integrates with his bank account and he can see all of his subscriptions, his bills, and it actually forecasts when his money is going to be taken out of his account. So it's just like a a financial um, tool that you can use to manage your finances. Well, I thought to myself immediately, I was like, why doesn't something like that exist for credit card processing? Because it's the same concept, right? Like you, you have a cost on every transaction and it's billed usually for most merchants at the end of the month or the billing cycle. So I looked and I did a research and there's nothing that exists so I created Rate Tracker. And what Rate Tracker is, it's a free app that a merchant can download. It's totally secure and what you do is you create a profile and then you link it up to your bank account or bank accounts through an API called Plaid that was just bought by Visa and it literally will go into your bank account and tell you what your effective rate meaning your bottom line cost Is every single month based on the data that comes from your actual bank account, and the the bank account is what tells the story. You know, a statement. I've seen statements that were falsely reported just because they're hiding fees. But what a merchant cares about is, okay, if I move a hundred grand in credit card sales, and my fee at the end of the billing cycle is three thousand dollars. Okay, my rate's three percent, right? And that could be a good rate or a bad rate depending on what type of business and average ticket and all that stuff. But all I want to do is give a merchant the ability to easily understand and be aware as time progresses what their costs are. Because what happens is you sign up and maybe your fees, you know, for the first couple months are three, you know, three thousand dollars to process that one hundred thousand. And then before you know it, you're up to thirty five hundred because your rate got increased by a half of a percent. Mm-hmm. And then when the one what the processor says is, oh well, we notified you on your statement. Okay, the statement that one or two percent of your clients actually read it's legal stealing and I want to stop it. So everybody has a smartphone and people just want to know what their bottom line is and they want to be told the truth and be transparent. So that's what I built. And what it is, is um, it's, it's actually version 1.0 is very close to being finished. We we did some testing on it the other day and I sent some notes back and some feedback to the developers and the team and they should have something for me today or tomorrow. And then we're going to build, build out the next version, which will be, a little bit more enhanced with some more features i'm gonna put some educational content on there and then version 1.2 is what we're going to release to the public i'd imagine that that's going to be ready in like a month or two um i want to make sure that we do it right and um you know put people in a position to actually get value from it and um you know just help business owners keep track of their expenses especially now because let's look at this right now most businesses have slowed down and this is a great time to evaluate how you're doing things, you know, like you don't have to necessarily focus on sales or working on your business or whatever. It's, it's all about like thinking and planning for like the next move. And I think that it's a great time to reevaluate everything in your business, your vendors, your systems, you know, financials, all that other stuff. And credit card processing falls into that. So it's, um, you can look at this period as a good, as a good thing or a bad thing. And um, obviously, it's easy to look at it as a bad thing because things have literally just been paused, right? Yeah. Um, but it's- Everything
0: has been paused, but we're not going to stay there. I mean, that's the thing is that people people need to understand this. You're at home right now with your kids. Your kids are driving you crazy. You're trying to homeschool. You're trying to do all these things. This is not the end of your life. It is not the end of the world for the majority of us. And especially as we see more tests coming out and more test results, we're learning the death rate is actually lower than we anticipated as more people come out and saying, yes, you have it, but you're asymptomatic or you have a mild case. So we are seeing that there there are different kind of glints of light coming through at the end of the tunnel, meaning this is going to be lifted. You guys, are your shelter in place order is going to be lifted. You are going to be going back to business as usual. Personally, what I think is going to happen is I don't think this thing is ever going to be totally eradicated. I think we're going to have to live with it to some degree. But the more information that comes out and the more that we see how different people can be affected, some might be carriers, never be affected as some people are with other viruses and illnesses, they, they can carry it and they can pass it on. Some people will only get it very mildly. It'll never come back to them and other people will be catastrophically affected. But the point is that this is a new world. This, these are new facts that we have, but you're not going to continue to stay at home forever you're not you're going to have to go back to work you're going to have to release your you know your purse strings or op- crack open that dusty old fucking wallet you know you <laughs> can start moving money again you are going to have to do that if you're working for yourself you're going to have to get very innovative on how to appeal to people and even pivot your business so if your business usually you have like an umbrella of services that your business offers so you're going to have to get creative what do people need right now and how can you provide that while well, you're also helping them at the same time so the point is that this is not the end in 2 weeks we're going to be in a totally different place we might be emerging back out into the world maybe this won't happen for 4 weeks but whatever the case is we know let's say let's just put it like halloween are we still going to be at home sheltering in place no we're not that's not mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's not going to happen so how are you going to plan during this time And this is the time to look at those processes. This is the time to look at who is managing, who is handling my payments. If I've got a little extra money going out the door, I don't want that little extra money going out the door. I can take that money. I can apply it to something else. Maybe I can pay it towards something else or invest in something else that's that's going to help my business. But I think your point is excellent right now. This is the time. People are wondering, what do I do with my business right now? Well, if you're not going out of business, if you're still in business, then you need to look at your processes. There's never been a more ideal time. If your business is slowing down, the phones aren't ringing as much, then take a look at your processes and the growth and what you want to do. So keep going, but Mm -hmm. anticipate there's going to be changes. Anytime something like this happens, there is always a silver lining. I think it comes down to like, good versus evil. We can't have one without the other. We can't have a global pandemic without there being a silver lining. We absolutely can't. We're seeing that in the case of dolphins returning to the Venice Canal, you know, that we're seeing different things, the earth healing itself. We're seeing like horses in the streets of Italy, you know, it's it's crazy, but there's always a silver lining. There will be a silver lining in your business, if you find it, if you choose to find it. So I think everybody should take this time to look at their processes, take this time. And I, I looked at all my subscriptions and I was like, okay, well that's totally stupid. I never use that one. These might be Mm -hmm. auto subscriptions that you're just paying out, but you're not using, or you're not using as, you know, to the capability that you could. Like I had a, a CRM for example, that I was paying like 30 bucks a month for, and that's not a lot of money, but it adds up. It adds up. So I was like, no, you're gone. Then I found another program that I was paying 60 bucks a month for. That's almost a hundred bucks right there in savings. So this is the time. Look at those processes, streamline them, you know, take a look at the statements that you have coming in. This is, read the legal print read those little disclaimers at the bottom and learn what's happening are you paying in an extra $500 to your payment processor right now how is sure. that going to affect you what can you do
1: yeah and you know what it's interesting like um, cuz you could think of it that way like hey i want to make sure that i'm like cutting my costs and that's that's obviously like you know you want to procure, procure everything that you have right like mm-hmm. you know make sure you're getting value for what you're paying for and a lot of times with credit card processing people aren't Here's the other side. And this is what I want business owners to think about, because if you're a, if you're a true business owner, like y- you know that you just have to adapt, right? You deal yes. with what emerges and that's what's gonna happen. But like, again, um, this, th- this is a major shift. And if you look at it with the right mindset and perspective, you're seeing opportunity. For example, let's just say you own a, uh, um, an IT services company, right? I- hypothetically, there's millions out there, right? Sure. Right now, one of the major shifts that are going to happen is the uh, a lot of businesses are going to realize that they need to be well-equipped to work remotely, or maybe they don't even need to have an actual storefront anymore. So there's an opportunity to provide value to what's going to happen in the future. A lot of businesses that are going to need services from an IT company that helps them become remote. And then you can charge monthly management fees or whatever. So like the ideas and the opportunities are endless and like, it's a good time to think about, Okay, what does my business do? What do I like? Are you passionate about what you're doing? You know, like I love payments. I fucking love dealing with the flow of money. It's so cool, like, um, that's just me, right? And um, I also love small business owners. Like these, like, it's amazing the conversations I've had with people and how, um, you know, think like just the, uh, I I would say I'm partially a therapist this week and last week, which is fine, because I love helping people. But I can tell you that for our business, for certain pay, um, I realized immediately that we need to create other streams of value for people so that we can create more streams of income. So what we created, and I'm actually going to be, it's going to be launching probably today or tomorrow. Um, it's, a, it's an online ordering uh, platform where people can literally, like, like we, we create a funnel for them with all their menu items. And we hook up a credit card processing account into that website so that consumers can go online and find a business. Oh my God, I love this restaurant. Okay, cool, I can order here, click to pay, and then the order gets sent to the restaurant, receipt gets sent to the customer, and then they can communicate uh, via text or email when the order is ready. So it's a very baseline version, but like we're giving all this away for free. We're gonna list people on a website that we're gonna market on our own dime in Northeast Ohio, where I live, and basically say, "Hey, like if you're staying open for carryout or delivery, which you're allowed to, then we can list you for free on here, and we're going to promote the ad to or promote the link or whatever you want to call it the website directory, to all the consumers in northeast Ohio that so that when they get hungry and they want to order carryout or delivery, they know to find you. And then they can link to your page and then we help them get everything set up. because here's the thing. like restaurant owners, most of them, are, unless it's like a multi-location chain, like most of the restaurants that we work with, it's it's a it's a it's a family or it's a one-person operation that you know the guy still cooks on Friday nights so he can support the staff and he's doing payroll and he's doing all he's wearing all these hats and most of them don't realize how valuable it is to have a strong presence on social media and also a list where it's text or email that that they can send a blast out to to drive traffic. Right. So that's one of the things we're going to be offering is like a text platform that goes along with it. And it allows consumers to be alerted when there's a happy hour special or, you know, a a half off appetizer, whatever that restaurant wants to promote. And it just allows people to connect because right now, like, you know, nobody knows who's open, who's not, people are afraid to go in public. So it's, it's a massive pivot. And I think personally that grocery stores are going to become very overrated in the next week or two. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna want to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Only they can—they can only get out of the house for anything that's essential, right? Medical, food, whatever. And they're gonna say, eh, "I don't want to go to the grocery store because there's other people there that are that might be touching the food that I want to, you know, buy eventually, right? You know, right, right. So I'd rather go to a restaurant and just pick up my food, get home, and you know, oh, they sell wine and beer too. Cool. So, certain pays. Uh, it's, it's it's a totally separate company that I'm launching actually with my, one of my buddies from Cleveland. And we've got a software developer that's doing all the work on the back end and it's coming together. And like the way I see it is, hey, that's something that's valuable. It's businesses that are still open. And like, why wouldn't a, a growing credit card processing company have an online ordering platform that they can provide to any hospitality business? So that's an example of what I did. Who knows? It might be wildly successful or it might fail. But either way, I'm looking at this time period as like, okay, we got to adapt because I don't know when the economy is going to pick back up and I don't know when uh, we'll be back to normal. So I'm well, just going to And you have
0: to make money. You have to make money. And the way that businesses stay in business is to adapt. So I feel like it's two things. I feel like it's, we're taking a look at where the money's going out the door and making sure that it makes sense. But we're also looking for opportunities. Little things that you can do too is um, I implemented a payment plan in my business so that, you know, we need to be um, sensitive to what people are going through. So change up how people are are paying you. Um, You can even look at bundling some of your services right now, maybe cut your margin back a little bit, like don't cut the whole thing, but you do have to stay in line, and you do have to meet the consumer where they are to keep that money moving. So I love this, and I think more of us need to look at this as, okay yeah quite you know like what i'm sick of i just have to tell you i'm so sick of people complaining right now oh my god i'm bored i have to stay home oh my god my daughter got into the laundry like i don't fucking care okay (laughs) this is not about you if this is the the least bit that you can do the minimum that you are supposed to do, do it without complaining. There are going to be leaders that emerge from this when we're all over, and it's not the person who's saying, "You know what, I let my four-year-old eat a jar of jam for dinner." OK? It's going to be the people that continue to believe there is going to be a world and there is going to be economy that we can continue to support. Those are the people who are going to keep this running. So I feel like the takeaway for this is multiple. You know, it's it's that, yes, this is the time to look at your processes, the time to streamline your businesses. Definitely find out where the money is going out the door. Take that money, see if you can reinvest it back into the business in different ways, but you've got to pivot. So if you're a, Uh, If you're somebody who depends on a huge physical presence, for example, can you take some of your offerings and go online? I know people who are running a gym right now, this is the time to launch that virtual fitness coach. This is the time to do that. I know people who, uh, own like facial salons and, you know, beauty shops and things of that nature. This is the time to every single woman out there right now who is listening is going to raise her hand and be like, yes, this is me. This is the time to teach about coloring your fricking hair. Okay. Uh This is the time to do it. This is the time to launch those um affordable like the press on nails or whatever this is the time to do it have a tutorial how to pluck your fucking eyebrows like you have got to pivot what do your people want right now how are we living how are things changing um if you're living in a community can you put together like this is a list of your national parks that are around, right? Or some some sort of thing, look at the apps uh, next door and then ring, for example, how we're depending on our community a little bit more, the local communities, what can you add to that? Can you take an existing opportunity and can you add to it? So. I love that w- this is where the conversation went, and I'm not surprised at all because you don't know any other way to think. You literally don't. Like, I could be like, <laughs> I want you to think negatively, and I want you to go down yeah. that rabbit hole, and then, like, stay there and just dig around and just trap yourself in it. And you'd be like, I don't know how to do it.
1: No, you know what? It's, you're right. And, like, this is the time to put your, he- your heels in the ground and just fucking push because,
0: like, yeah.
1: again, we could sit here and play the victim, or you could come out a winner and, and help people. like. Yeah, obviously, like, there's a massive change that's happening. There's a lot of people that just need emotional support, brainstorming, things to do with their business. Yes. So that's what I've been doing with a lot of people. You know, like, uh, um, it's that's, that's what's important. Like, fuck all the money and all that other stuff. That's going to come back. It's going to be fine. Because here's the thing. Like, there's actually more money now in the world because the Fed, Federal Reserve is pumping a trillion dollars a day, loaning a trillion dollars a day to the major banks, right? I, um. I was an econ major um, but I got hit in the head way too many times and on the football field and smoked way too much weed to remember all that shit. What I know is that it's like, that's what that's going to do is, you know, there's more money in circulation. There's more liquidity. Like they're doing what they can to like regulate the flow of money and economic resources. So it's still there. It's just, the money is just going different places and really it's just people are holding on to it. So yeah, people like spending money is what makes the world go round, Right. Um, we all know that. So, but people are still going to be spending money just on different things. So like example, for example, if you're a salon, you know, virtual trainings or whatever, you can't physically go there, but that's okay. It's, it might be something that you do for two to three weeks or however long this period lasts. And then you can like, you can still offer it after. And that's a good way for you to bring customers in. Like it's a, it's a, it's a funnel, you know, whatever.
0: It It is. That's very true. Because if you're pivoting at this time and you're saying, here's a service that I'm offering right now for you, then you're also grooming future customers. I mean, we're looking at the advent of so many different things like teletherapy. Um, For example, one of my sisters is doing that. She usually does uh, face-to-face therapy with people. Now she's doing teletherapy. I mean, it's crazy because we're going to look at that and say, But do we need to do that in the future? That's what we're going to say. But do we need to do that? We did this before and it was better. We're going to look at it and say, you know what? I think our daycare costs are going to go down. I think more kids are going to stay home. Because we had such an environment before too of with these mass shootings, sending the kids to school, being worried about how safe they are. Now they're home. Now they're home with you. Is this a solution where we're going to see this major shift of, oh my gosh, it really wasn't that hard to be a homeschooler? So the resources that people need right now, emotional resources, homeschooling resources, how are you going to come out of this? Yes, you are going to help. Obviously, you need to keep your business running too and get paid, but you need to be sensitive at the same time. So what a fascinating conversation with you. And I wish you could remember more from that damn econ class because <laughs> I, I never took a business course. I didn't. I, I actually was excused. From some of my business classes, because I worked at a leasing company, mm-hmm. uh, leasing automotive equipment, and so I worked with them for many, many years. I was like the office manager, and I examined credit and um, things of that nature. And I was, and I would sell too at the same time. So they were like, "Well, that seems good to me. We'll go ahead and give you a pass there." And now I'm like, <laughs> "Oh shit! What did I miss?" So, but Adam. Um, What a crazy, uh, what a crazy time! What a crazy podcast! What a crazy shift in what we were even going to talk about 11 days ago, Um, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're sharing with people what you're doing. I love that you shared this new opportunity going on. It gives a lot of hope to people that we're going to come out of this and be okay. If we look at the, this is what I've been doing to feel better. Maybe people can relate to this. I look at the death rate, which seems to hover around a three percent right? Or somewhere in there. And I'm not seeking this from like one credible source. I'm using multiple credible sources to um, define that data. And then um, looking at the chances of beating this thing. Also, we're seeing some people asymptomatic or having mild cases. So it gives a lot of hope that this is going to be over and we are going to be okay. And I think that's the overarching method and message. And then in between that, when we're in this period of limbo, this is the time, as Adam said, you're going to want to examine your expenses. Where can you reinvest? What are the new opportunities so that you can emerge as a leader when all of this is over and make that shift? A critically important podcast. And Adam, I'm so glad that you were here today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And and as always, it's always great to talk with you. And um, we're all in this together. You know, a good thing to think about is this kind of takes everybody back to the fundamentals, you know, like what do you have in your life that, um, isn't important? You know, like I am spending so much more time with my family. Like I always work from home, but I think about like what really actually matters and, um, all the other stuff is just gravy, you know, and, and it's, we're all in this period together, crazy time. And, you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to go back to normal. I don't know when, I don't know how it's going to happen though. And what we have to do is everybody's gotta stick together, keep moving forward, and before you know it, we'll be back to normal and you know, the economy and, and the world will be back to where it where it needs to be.
0: One hundred percent. We'll also have new information about what to do and we'll be more prepared in case there is a next time where the money should go, where the research should go and uh and what we need to do to be more proactive. So I think those are good things. It's kind of like we talk about feeling forward and making a mistake this is priceless and valuable information to have about the experience that we wouldn't have had otherwise. So as we move forward, we can use this knowledge for the better. And um, I think you gave people a good list today. Things that they Thank can you. do. Yeah, it, it was really important um, to, to have your voice in this. And I greatly appreciate you being on and um, for helping everybody. It means a lot.
1: Of course, I'm happy to be here. Thank you.
0: You got it. Adam Neese looked at a multi-billion dollar industry, saw corruption and like a modern day payment processing Batman set upon to fix it. I have never seen such courage. I have never seen such a laissez-faire attitude for going after giants, but Adam has it. Since I have gotten to know him, I know how innovative he is and I am excited to know that he is forging ahead for all of our futures, seeing what is wrong and fighting to make it right, even in this, this weird, crazy-ass fucking environment that we're all in now. I highly encourage you to check out his new company, Pay. Reach out to him also to get some more ideas on how you can help your business stay healthy, how you can help it pivot. He shared a number of things that you can do today. Go back and listen to the episode, make a list, and then reach out to him. Check out how you can save money through his company. As you have learned, it all adds up over the year. To get in touch with Adam, please reach out to him at gocertainpay.com. And when you go there, Tell them I sent you. We love you so much, and we can prove it, dudes and dudettes. We are now available everywhere, even at the coveted freaking iHeartRadio. So I guess you can say my childhood dream came true. I am a radio host. In any case, spread the love, leave your reviews, share this podcast with people who you think need to hear it. And right now, freaking everybody does. Also, it's free. It's a free investment in your mindset. And know as you do that we love you. Remember, this is the time to listen. You need something to do, hope to hold on to. We are here for you. Not to mention again, totally free. Sorry, just trying to be a little <laughs> subconscious message. That's it for this week's episode of Sick Biz Buzz. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you head on over to sickbiz.com resources. Look us up on Facebook. We will give you all the free resources you can possibly handle during this pandemic. It's pandemic pandemonium, everything must go. Thanks so much for listening. And again, be well.